I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Tick, tick, tick. You know what time it is? Brunch talk time. What time? I want to know, Julie, what time do you usually go to brunch? Oh, like 11, at least. Oh, you actually do brunch. That's actually yeah. brunch time. Okay. What about you? Well, I usually do brunch around one, which is no longer brunch. That's lunch. That used to be me, like back in the day when I would do <laughs> bottomless mimosas because I'd want to work out <laughs> before because I knew that anything after was totally downhill. But now that I'm just super lame, I just go to brunch at a normal hour. No, that is actual brunch. <laughs> but after 12 o'clock, you can't say you're going to brunch. At that time, you're going to lunch. Wherever you are on the brunch spectrum, <laughs> you can go and you can get your dating <laughs> questions answered. We're here for you if you eat brunch at 8 a.m. or if you eat it at 2 p.m. We're here for you. Doesn't matter. No judgment. No judgment, except I'm secretly judging because I'm judging myself. But yes, you're right, Julie. Wherever and whenever you're listening to us, it is brunch time. It is brunch talk time. And we're going to have a wonderful question to answer today. 
The question is, any advice on moving in with someone for the first time if you've never lived with someone before? And our listener left us an Apple review, which we said we will prioritize. So <laughs> thank you very much. And they also mentioned that they had been listening for two years. And now the question is about moving in with a partner. So this shit works. Thank you for that. <laughs> we love it. So the more details was, I've never lived with a partner before and haven't had a roommate since I lived with my twin sister in college 17 years ago. <laughs> I'm excited to start a new chapter of our relationship and life together but my anxiety is kicking in high gear because I know I can be rigid. I want to be flexible and to learn to compromise in terms of decor, meals, or even cleaning. For better word, I have control freak tendencies. <laughs> How can I adjust to living with my partner? I know Julie has recently moved in with her partner. So Julie, since this is very fresh for you, what would you say to her? Ooh. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I feel like my partner is probably the better one to answer this <laughs> than me because he is more in line with this listener. But, you know, you have to say it. When something's bothering you, the worst thing you can do is let it fester. And sometimes we think that we're being too much by saying, like, it bothers me that you haven't taken out the trash, but it's better than building resentment for someone. That's really where everything goes to die. So, have the conversation. If you don't already have a weekly check-in with your partner, highly recommend it. For a long time, I didn't know the value. I was like, why do people have to do this? <laughs> Shouldn't everyone just know at all times what each other is thinking? No. And doesn't the relationship <laughs> just magically work? No, you no. need a weekly check-in. And this is the perfect time to do it. And what my partner and I do is we actually follow Dr. Alexandra Solomon's weekly check-in. Mm -hmm. And it starts off with what's going well in your week, what isn't, which has nothing to do with the relationship, but just a way to, you know, get on the same page, understand the mindset of your partner. Mm -hmm. Then it's one thing that you appreciate or hot damn about your partner, something that's going well. And then a relational growing edge is what she calls it. And this is the opportunity to bring it up. Ooh. And why I like this is because it's not like you're just peppering things all the time that are a problem. It's a space where you're saying the positive, what's going well, mm. and you're also making room for these growing edges. And calling it a growing edge is really helpful too, because it's like we're in it together, we're going to work through it. And the more you can frame it in that way and less about like you never take out the trash, then I think that's when you can build something really positive with each other. Right. For our listener, you're not going to get it right from the beginning. No. Like you're not going to sit down and be like, here are the rules. Here's how we're going to operate. Everything's going to be dandy. It doesn't work like that. That's why these check-ins are important because you're constantly iterating on what's working and what's not. And I will admit, I've lived with three partners in my life. It got harder as I got older because there are just certain things that yeah, you're set in your you, ways. Things that you like, you know, you like things a certain way. And I would say I have the control freak tendencies, but my former partner certainly did. And he was pretty adamant on having certain things and having furniture being a certain way. But those are actually the smaller problems. Those you can overcome because that's just compromising. I think the harder problem is the little quirks that are mm -hmm. these daily quirks that you as a partner either need to choose to accept and love or you have to address it. I'll give you a great example. I had dinner with my friend last night. She said she and her boyfriend moved in. She 
didn't know that she has this habit of leaving cups everywhere. So she yep, would drink some water. <laughs> she would drink some water and just leave it. And she wouldn't put it back in the sink or wash it, whatever. So in the beginning, her boyfriend was like, Ugh, why am I picking up cups everywhere? And recently they had a check-in. He said, you know what? I've learned to, every time I pick up a cup of yours, I've learned to really love it because I can say, oh, she was here. I can appreciate this. (laughs) Like, I really appreciate that she's here, you know, with me. We get to live together. And this cup is a reminder of her presence in our home. So there are certain quirks that you can choose and say, I choose to love this about my partner and I will embrace it. So I'm going to take back what I said earlier (laughs) about my partner having more of this against me, because I think we have it in different ways like the behavioral stuff like the cups i'm guilty of that and i think it pisses him off and he has learned to you know express it i've learned to be more conscious of it it's a work in progress so there's that piece he's also alerted me of things that i had no idea that i was right doing. like right for instance you know like keeping the alarm going or talking on the phone with the door open like things that are just common courtesy of someone else and i have really struggled with that even letting him know when i'm recording because mm-hmm. as i've just Disclosed before, the bathroom is near there. But also he wants <laughs> he also wants to be kind and courteous and not be super loud when I'm right. recording. So it's like little things. But also what we did was I just gave him access to our datable calendar and he can see when I'm recording. Mm. It's like problem solved. And for me, that's not a big deal. I want to make him happy. I don't want to disturb him if he's trying to sleep. Like I can shut the door mm-hmm. and talk on the phone. Like it's a very minimal for me. At the end of the day, you both want the relationship relationship to work. You want to make your partner happy. If they come to you with behaviors that you need to adapt, think about it not like defensively, but more like, okay, is this an easy switch for me to make? Can I just be more yeah. conscious of it? So there's that. The furniture stuff, I feel like I had a harder time with. <laughs> I was more of the stickler for that yes, because I had a vision of my place and it was hard for me to take that out. So mm-hmm. I think I actually maybe went too far on the first time when we started talking about living together, kind of like none of your band posters anywhere. And I had to really pull that back in and make it inviting and make someone else's, you know, aesthetics be part of it. Because at the end of the day, you're both living here together. Mm -hmm. And I wish I did that more from the beginning, but I'm doing it now and better late than never. So I would say think about like what really matters. Like, is it hanging a poster or your relationship? Like what's more important to you in the long run? To be fair, though, this is where it gets really nuanced. He moved into your apartment. So it's a little different because you did have a way of doing your own apartment. If you two were moving into apartment that you were signed the lease together and like it was empty when you moved in, it'd be a little different story. So also, that's just something to think about. It's like if someone's moving into the other person's apartment, you have to intentionally sit down and say, now this is our apartment. Yeah. What does that mean? It's no longer me being a guest in your apartment. That's a really hard switch for a lot of people to make. Yeah, I want to go into something. But before we do, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. 
This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So in that case, I actually, I think a big help for me was just an ease in all around is even when he didn't live there, I made sure to get his opinion on furniture. And Mm -hmm. there were times that, to be honest, I wanted something else Mm -hmm. and he didn't like it. And instead of buying that piece, I chose something that he liked too. Mm -hmm. And of course, I didn't choose something like I didn't like, but I did try to take that into account. So I think regardless of if you're moving into one of your shared spaces already or you're starting a new space thinking about like okay maybe it's not your first choice for decor but what can you live with and how do you find creative solutions like the band posters for instance I made a gallery wall Mm -hmm. and some of the art is the band posters and then other art is my art so it's like a combo together so you can really get creative but ultimately you need to just remember like what am I trying to do here like what is the most important yeah you have a common goal which is to build a life together in a physical space and sometimes it's not going to look like the space that you envisioned in the beginning but that's part of what being in a relationship is I've heard from my other friends of what has worked is if you have a big enough place you give each other like their own corner where they can do whatever they want with it. So both of you have the freedom of expression, however creatively you want to decorate that space, but then you also like get to experience each other's personalities through that space as well. It's like it's just creating the space for both people to have a say in something. I struggle the most with chores because mm. I'm never on a regular schedule. I don't eat at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. I don't get up at the same time every day. I'm just not a very routine-based person. And my ex-partner was. So Mm -hmm. we had to really split up the chores to make it feel like we were in it together. Because if it were just up to me, today I'm eating lunch at 2 and tomorrow I'm eating lunch at 12 or at 11, wherever I feel like it. So our compromise was we would switch off cooking. I would be responsible for food Tuesdays and Thursdays and him Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm -hmm. And however you get the food on the table, it doesn't matter whether you have to order, you have to (laughs) go to the farm and farm that shit, or you cook it in the kitchen. As long as you get the food on the table at certain times on those days, you've fulfilled your duties. I like that. And you know, I have a different routine and everyone has to find what works for them. I'm with you on that. Like I, (laughs) the structure was hard for me too, but You know, now my partner and I, we eat dinner at seven o'clock every day. Mm -hmm. And that's the time where I need to stop work and stop other stuff. It's same for him. And it actually works really well for us. That's great. But it took finding what that was and me being like, I need another five minutes, another 10 minutes. And him being like, oh, stop. So like you have to find what works and get to that point. You know, for us, we do like I'm on laundry duty and he does most of the cooking and cleanup in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we have it split that way. It's not that I don't do any of that. I do. But like he's more of the lead there. And same for me on laundry. So it's like we take like the biggest things. And we actually both really like grocery shopping together. So we both do it together. So yeah, you have to just find what works for you. But ultimately, you want to make it feel as fair as possible. And also, you're always going to think you do more than your partner. Mm. Because we always think about what we're doing. And we don't see all the stuff they're doing. That's for any relationship. So true. Yeah. You just lean into your strengths and it doesn't have to be 50-50 on one chore. I had a partner back in the day in my 20s who loved to cook. Yeah. And I didn't like to cook. 
So he did all the cooking and that was fine. He enjoyed it. And I, I'm a sick person. I really like washing the dishes. I never use my dishwasher. I love using my hands to wash the dishes. So I would take over washing the dishes. You'll be able to discover these strengths and weird quirks that you have and you can split up accordingly. Just don't feel like you have to split everything down the middle. doesn't work like that. No, if you're looking for another episode, because we're obviously not going to go full deep on this, the 8080 marriage episode we did, you could just search that. Mm-hmm. We talk about this, you know, I think moving in is almost like marriage. Yeah. It's not, you know, marriage legally, but the same stuff applies. So I highly recommend going back and re-listening to that episode because it really talks about like how this little stuff can really get in your way if you don't have a good way of navigating it with your partner. It's such a great growth opportunity. If you ever get a chance to live with a partner, do it. Even if it doesn't work out, you learn so much about yourself. It's so different than living with a roommate. I also think like, you know, I loved living alone. Absolutely. But I also developed some really bad habits living alone. <laughs> like, because there's no one there. Yeah, there's no, no one there to see if regulating you finish the you. ice cream or there's no one there to say, like, don't leave your shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's hard to come out of that when you're living with someone, but you can also look at it as a positive positive, Mm -hmm. that maybe some of these habits that really weren't serving you, having someone else there to check them a bit could be a positive instead of an annoyance. Good luck with the move. Have the conversations, have the hard conversations. But more important than anything else is enjoy your time together. Have fun, yes. What a wonderful, precious time you get to spend having a sleepover with your best friend every day. Yes. Enjoy your time together above all else. Yes, it's really important to keep that in mind when you are going through these challenges because you both need to feel like you're in it together and it's not me against you. So do the check-in, highly recommend that. Find what works for you. And you got this. This is exciting. This is big. (laughs) Keep us updated. And for everybody else, send in your brunch talk questions. You can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast, or you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. But if you really want your questions answered at the top of the queue, leave it in your rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. And then in the body of your review, just be like, listen, here's my brunch talk question. What's up? And then we'll pull it to the top of the line and we'll answer it as fast as we can. Yep. And make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet and to tune in on Wednesdays for our long form content. Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. Mm-hmm.